Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Good to go. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you're back. Oh my goodness. I missed you. My hiatus is over. We have Holly back. I'm back, guys. And she's never leaving us again. No. Because I'm chaining her up in my basement. Um, mm, kinky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) Whatever happens. (laughs) Well. So, how have you been? I've been doing a lot of stuff. That's that's why I went on hiatus for a little bit, because life just kind of pulled me in a different direction for a hot second. Can I tell him? Can I tell him? Yes. Holly got a boyfriend. Well, yeah, they already know that. Not really. You I haven't really before. talked to him. Well, kind of. Talk to him. Talk to him. <laughs> yeah, you haven't <laughs> talked to him. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, but... He is in the Navy, and he deployed to a very far away place yep. for six months. So that's why I wasn't here for a hot second, because I was They had to go preparing. do the bonding crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now they're bonded, and I have her back, and everything's right with the world again. Everything is back to normal. Yay! So anything... Fun happen on your hiatus that you okay. want to share? I do have one little story that was kind of funny that I'd like to share. So, it was our last date before deployment, and so we decided to treat ourselves to steak dinners. Mm-hmm. So, we went out to, I think we went to, what was it? Not Longhorn. What's Texas the other one? Yeah, we went to Texas The best one. Yeah. And so, I'm looking at the steaks, <laughs> and so the lady comes and she's like, okay, y'all ready? I was like, yeah. So, you know, right before dinner, you know, at his house, you know. Okay. You know, something, something. you know. And then, okay, well. <laughs> In case you all forgot, they was fucking. And then they was fucking, right? <laughs> so, so then we're at the steakhouse, not long after, and I was like, yes, um, I would like the six-inch six sirloin, please. And then I stopped myself, I was like, six ounces, six ounces! <laughs> and the, Waitress starts laughing, and and my man goes, like well, my man goes, well, I guess we know what's still on your mind. <laughs> In front of the waitress. <laughs> I think that's what you should not call it. Reporting to duty, sirloin. <laughs> the six-inch sirloin. <laughs> Anyway, that's my oh. funny, embarrassing story. Oh, that's that's great. That <laughs> is 
think I'll live that one down. <laughs> that is wonderful. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of one of mine, and I don't know if I should tell it because boy, was I embarrassed. Mine was embarrassing. <laughs> okay, so I also used to work at a steakhouse. Well, she wasn't working there. She was just eating there. I worked right. there. But um, I had this table, and it was a very attractive couple. A very attractive couple. And I don't know if you all know this. You should, but I don't know. When I get around attractive people, I get real nervous, and I can't use words. And at the time, we had this entree called a six pepper steak and the guy ordered it and I was repeating it back to him because I always repeat the order back and I said you want the six pecker steak <laughs> six peckers oh my six <laughs> I got so embarrassed I was almost in tears and I didn't even finish I just turned around and walked away <laughs> Although I guess with six peckers, somebody should have finished. Yo! <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Did they laugh at you? <laughs> oh my goodness. So I was too embarrassed to even, like, I thought for sure they were just going to leave. So my manager, wonderful, wonderful gay man that I loved to death, walked by and said they were laughing so hard. <laughs> the woman had tears coming down her face, and I was like, well, I did too, but they weren't the laughing kind. Oh, no. You yeah. gave them entertainment for the night. Yeah. A six-pecker steak. Yeah. And a six-inch sirloin. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what, I guess you all now know what we associate with meat houses. <laughs> And meat. Meat yeah, and yeah. meat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're the same thing, right? <laughs> Basically. They're all muscle. <laughs> Ew. They're all satisfying. Some more than others. <laughs> oh, I think we went two different ways with that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so, hi, everybody. Um, hey. If this is your first episode, wow, what a weird one to start on. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. You're in for a treat. Yeah, you just learned a whole lot about us you probably didn't want to know. Oops. Or you're welcome. One of the two. Yeah. Um, But this is Booklet Podcast, and I'm Paige. And I'm Holly. And we're together again. Yay! Yay! Yay. Applause, applause. Applause. Golf clap. Buzz, buzz. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Inconceivable. No, this month we are doing, we're still kind of tweaking how we're doing our podcast format. So we are going to be talking about The Gilded Ones for the whole month um, by Naomi Forna. The f- this episode we are only going to talk about Chapters 1 through 18, though. That's all we've read. We have no idea what's going to happen in the second half of the book. So not only are we going to give you our opinions, our favorite parts, we're also going to um, kind of guesstimate what's going to happen. 
So in the second half of the book. I think that'll be fun. Because yes. if, if we'll either be, like, totally on point or we'll be, like, totally off and it'll be laughable. And I'm really excited to do this because a lot of times Holly and I have two very different ideas of what's going to happen. Right. And I'm super competitive and I want to be like, yes, mine was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm super excited. And I think it's also exciting because sometimes, you know, I don't. Like, my opinion when I'm halfway through a book, on the book, like, my opinion on it will vary. It'll alter greatly by the end of the book. Yes. So, like, halfway through it, I'll think something about it, and then, like, by the end of it, I think something totally, you know, opposite of my initial opinion. Right. So, it's like, it's, it'll be interesting to see the, the, the comparisons halfway through. Sorry for Rather than the overall opinion right sorry for the weird squeaky noises we're sitting on my bed and I was sitting on my pillow and I had to do this weird weird locky thing to scooch it out from under my butt because that felt weird okay um so first of all I wanted to talk about how pretty the freaking book is so the cover has this beautiful woman with the most gorgeous oh she's so pretty her eyes are so dark and, and haunting, and oh, she's just beautiful. And then it has, like, my favorite colors, teal and yellow, and it makes me happy. But I was able to get a special edition from Owl Crate, and I say I was able to get... I spend good money to get Owl Crate if you want to sponsor. Wink, wink. Um, but they sent me this beautiful alternate cover, <laughs> It's got some extra, like, um... Details. Yeah, details in the background. And I don't know, is the inside cover different? Oh my goodness, that is so pretty! That's cool. It's got this beautiful, like, green foil design on the inside. Oh, that's so pretty. And it's signed. signed. It is signed. Yeah, look at that. It's so fancy. That's fancy. Ooh, girl, you fancy, huh? I know. You fancy, huh? It's so pretty. And I, it came with, like, a special letter written by the author. And it's just, oh, it's so That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. That was my first box, and I, I was so excited. Yeah. So, what do you think so far? Um, Do we say what we were drinking? Oh, no, we didn't. We can't um, forget. That's half of it. I know. <laughs> it's been so long since I've done a themed drink. And since we don't know all of what's going on, I felt like this story was very... It had, like, um, not really tropical vibes, but just some um, unique and... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I would have said tropical, too, but that's... That's not quite the vibe. Like, that's kind of the taste of the drink, but it's not really... Kind of summery, but, like, tribal. But I don't know if that's... that's That doesn't really describe a taste. Right. Um, anyway, I did... I also was thinking about how in the book... Their blood is what sets them apart, and blood is usually red. So I did a, um, I blended up some... Blood is usually red? <laughs> well, in this case, it's not always. <laughs> this is a funny statement. <laughs> um, I blended up some strawberries with some vodka. 
to represent the red blood, but since their blood is gold, mm-hmm. and that sets them apart, and at the beginning of the book, it makes them um, outcasts from their families and their towns, but it makes them special, so I added some uh, mango juice and some Malibu Black, because Malibu Black is amazing, and then I spritzed it with some gold edible glitter, so it, uh, it is gilded. And it's a strawberry mango happiness. Alaki blood. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. Alaki blood. Delicious. It is quite tasty. Yeah, it is. It's good. I like it. Ooh, and before I forget, I also found this amazing candle that was designed specifically for this book. So it was created... By Hotbrook. Oh shoot, Hotbrook Lane. I'll have to look on my phone um, to be sure, but I will link them in the description. But it is a beautiful yellow candle with gold glitter, and it smells like mango and pineapple and alakai. Aliki, aliki. What do you? How did you just? I think he was saying alaki. Alaki. If you know of a better way to say that, please tell us. We're pretty infamous for mispronouncing a lot of words. Especially the more concrete it. Yes. (laughs) Um, But the candle is beautiful and it smells amazing. And she was great and... there's just so many you should go check her out she is on etsy like i said i will post a link to her shop yeah it it smells really good and it's cool because they have them she has them themed for different books yes this was pretty cool all kinds of different books so okay are you ready yes okay okay. what do you what do you think okay so what do you think i just i i'm still kind of up in the air about it mainly because i just still have a lot of questions okay and so i'm kind of reserving my uh, overall judgment? Oh, yeah, overall judgment, I guess, of until the end of the book, just because I want to see how it ends before I can really say if I enjoyed it or not. Right. But so far, I am definitely intrigued, and I definitely want to keep reading, so I guess that means I like it. <laughs> well, that's good. It's it's not a uh, DNR. Uh, it did not finish. Or no, not no, definitely read. will finish. Yeah, DNF, DNR, did not read, whatever. Right. Um... So it definitely has me hooked. If it wants me, you know, I keep wanting to read it. So I thought at first that I wasn't going to like it because you all know Holly and I have both come from very religious backgrounds. Yes. And in the beginning of the book, it is very women are subservient and they have to wear masks when they become of an, a certain age so that men can't look upon them and And they're not allowed anywhere by themselves and they have to be chaperones like even the girls they're not allowed to run and they're not allowed to like play right and it's just so overly oppressive and i was like oh i don't like this no Um, that was hard to read it was very hard to read but just because it's so true right like not because it was badly written or anything like that just because it's it's because it hits home yes 
is what it is. There were a couple of things that I read that Definitely I was made like, me feel, yeah, certain parts that they would be like, oh, we weren't allowed to do this, or the, like her inner thoughts or her inner monologue on like how she's taught to think about certain things. I would be like, mother, is that you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like how she like actually believes these things and it, that would like make me angry. Yes, like at certain down points, into the, her soul, like, like down into my would soul, be, I would like, be angry. She is like, wrong for expressing herself or like she's sinning and you know her god hates her because she's just being herself and that would just make me so angry that she you know she's actually taught to believe that and she believes it right and not angry at her like angry at the men in her life and angry at the system yes you know fuck the patriarchy like she shouldn't have to feel that way about herself right especially once um it is discovered that she is different and she is one of the gilded ones she bleeds gold yes which it makes them an outcast like they're they're said to be possessed and like um demons and and demons yeah they're they're called demons not that they're possessed but that they are demons and i would get so mad because she would she's praying fervently to her god to heal her and take it away and and it was just reminding me like no baby like you are made that way it is not a curse and i'm i know hopefully in the end of the book that it's going to be seen as a blessing and not the curse that they yeah, got I would at like the, that. the beginning. But at the beginning, I was just like, oh, no. Like, it, I was I was angry for her and I was hurting for her because I've been there. Right. Like, exactly. I'm That's... clawing my way out of that mindset and for her to be in it for something that's just, it's part of who she is. Right. So I guess... All of that to say, it's very well written because it made me feel so much. <laughs> it definitely brings out some emotion. Yes. This is, yes. Not a very emotional yes. book. Um, so my first little real talking point is after she is discovered as being a, a gilded one. Do you have yeah. any before that? No, mine was after as well. Okay. So leading up to that point. Um, it was just mostly the, why do they do these to girls? Like, what is oh, like wrong with... Oh, uh, like, cutting them to check if they're... Well, okay, that was insane. So to check if they are pure... And, yes, pure was an air quotes, air quotes right there. Yeah, I meant to say... Um, to see if they are pure, they are cut across the stomach to see what color they bleed. Like, these are 16-year-old girls. They are not allowed to work with anything sharp. And Sharper than they, a wooden spoon. And I don't think they cut the, the boys. No, it's just the girls. Yeah. Because only girls could be unpure. Only girls could be evil. Yeah. So, like, ugh. Ugh, it made me so mad. But it's it's very well written. Um, so my first real note is after she has been found to be different unclean, unpure, as they call it. Um, And the elders and the priests have her locked in a cellar. And this made me so mad because mm, church people, they would, they were torturing her. So they, they made her father chop off her head. 
and she comes back to life. Like, that doesn't kill her. Okay. They... So, wait, can I say, it was before this part. Okay, go So, ahead. um, what happens is, like, they have the, these, what are they called, the death shrieks that attack the town, and so they're killing all their men and everything, and, mm-hmm. like, there's these giant weird monsters. Also... I would like a better description, like a physical description of the Death Streaks. So I'm having trouble pick. I don't know if I like didn't pick it up in the just like if I didn't read it right or or what. But I'm having trouble mentally getting an image of what they look like. So when they first started talking about them, I kind of envisioned them as the um, oh Lord, I almost said the Death Eaters, not the Death Eaters, the the guards of Azkaban. What is what are they called? The the I'm blanking. Holy crap! What are they called? Like the the men with the cloaks. Yeah, I can't think of what they're called either. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Hang on. Long since I've seen it. <laughs> um. So that was kind of my first thought. But then, later on, they do give a better description. Like, there's different kinds of them. Yeah. When she... Later on, towards the middle of the book... See, I didn't picture them as more, like... The Dementors have more of, like, a person Like, personification about them. They look more like people. But, like, I imagine the Death Shrieks more like animals. Oh, see, I was picturing them more like... See, this is... Why I'm confused. See, we're both getting very different images. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping that there is a better physical description of them later. But, mm. like, I was picturing, like, an animal. Like a, a monster. Hmm. And then I imagined them at first to be really, like, colossal big. But then I realized that they could put them in, like, cages and stuff. And I was like, okay, well, they're not that big. Yeah. So I'm, like, having trouble with that. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, there's this mystery animal that's, like, floating around in my mind. <laughs> and I love this. So, not only can they have, like, do they, like, tear apart their, their victims, but they're called death streaks because they can scream and, like, explode people's brains. Yeah. Like, they can kill people by screaming. It's awesome. I love it. It's pretty cool. It's it pretty is really cool. awesome. But, okay, so it was when they were attacking the, the village or whatever, and so mm-hmm. she um, Wait, somehow... how did you pronounce her name? Decca? Yeah. Okay. So her name's Decca. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what I was saying, too. Okay. Okay, so she um, somehow manages to stop them. Like, she commands them to stop and, like, leave yeah. them alone. And they do. They just, like, she's literally just, like, stop, go away. And they're like, oh, my bad. And then they get out of there. <laughs> Whoops. This is not the oh, one we're looking for. Oh, the queen for. has spoken. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, and so. she's the only one who's not, like, her ears aren't trying to explode. Okay, so then when she did that, instead of, you know, like, the people of the town being like, oh, my God, like, you saved our lives, they... They're like, oh my god, you're a monster, and you must have summoned them to come and kill us all. But that doesn't make sense, because, like, if she summoned the monsters to kill why them, she tell them to why go did away? she stop them and reveal herself as, you know... Something other? Something that could command them to begin with. Why would she do that? Yeah, again, because men are stupid. Like, that, like, where was the... I didn't understand the logic. 
But I guess they would, I guess now that I'm saying that, I guess they were just coming up with an excuse to put her in jail so they could bleed her dry and literally use her blood. Well, that and, you know, they have to, men, and I don't mean this as like men as in male, but people in general are very quick to explain away things that they don't understand, even if it's with a Stupid explanation. That's true. Just and these men, it. especially because it is a young woman who was able to do what they couldn't do, well, then she must be in control of them, so she brought them to him. Right. So she she must have evil intent. So right. So she did this. Right. Right. I guess that... She's different than us, so she's obviously bad. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense yeah. as to why they would... I mean, not that it makes sense. It's totally illogical, but right, I was but confused it, why they came up to that lo- that point. Like, yeah. how did you go from, like, A to Z? Like, <laughs> where were your other That <laughs> wasn't even A to Z. That was, like, A to 4. Yeah, like, you didn't have any other <laughs> thoughts about that? Like, but, um, um, another, like, okay, so, but, like... So, obviously, they hate these demons, or, like, mm-hmm. they say that they're the descendants of demons. Right. Or whatever. But, I mean, if they're, you know, people that live among them, and, you know, you can't kill them, because they, you know, that's the thing, they, they don't die, or after so many deaths or right. something. But, like, why, why make them an enemy? Like, if they're obviously so powerful and you can't kill them, why would you even try to bring them down. Like, they could obviously overpower you. And kill. How is it that they are so subservient to, like, the people? You know what I'm saying? Well, if they're that powerful. Again, it's isolation and it's brainwashing and it's oppression. But they could easily rise up and, like, defend themselves, but they don't. They don't because they don't think they can. They but don't they physically can. It's what's crazy. They have all this power. But if you've lived your whole life never being allowed to run. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you are shamed and put down and cast out from your family, you're going to do everything in your power to be that perfect person. You ain't going to start running. Right. You don't know. Like, they don't realize how powerful they are until they are shown how powerful they are. That is just, there's so many parallels right there. Like, I'm just like, oh, the injustice. Because, and, like, as as women, you know, I, men too. I mean, men could be oppressed too. But, like, especially, like, in a religious circumstance, yeah. usually women are, you know, oppressed and made to believe that they're weak and that they're, they're powerless and that they're nothing. But they are. They're, like, some of the most they're powerful warriors. creatures we in can the, bring you know, the world and to people. We are <laughs> we grow so children much more powerful of us. than we are taught to believe that we are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like, man, fucking rise up, right? <laughs> like, so, own your power. So don't forget that part because I have something to say about that, but not yet. Okay. So Holly kind of alluded to my big one of my things, and it made me so angry. So the the priests have Decca. Um, in a in the cellar, and they've tried to kill her seven different ways. I think mm-hmm. this poor sixteen-year-old child has had her family, her father, who she loved desperately, 
the man that the only man who ever told her that she was beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. because she is dark skinned in a predominantly light skinned area. Right. So she was ridiculed her whole life because of that. Her so her father turned her back on her. The man turned his back on her. The whole even her best friend, yeah, turned her back on Decca when she was different, when she was impure. So then the priests have her in the cellar, and they are literally gathering buckets of her blood because it is gold, and they can sell it. Yeah. Like, is that not a picture of... I'm not going to say all religions, because it is not all religions, but is like, the worst of religions right there. Yeah. Like, money-hungry... Walking all over the people that they have oppressed. Not giving a shit about her at all. No. Just, it's all about themselves. Yeah. And And what they they can gain from her. And they have literally murdered her seven times and she's come back to life. She remembers the feeling of dying seven different ways. Like, it's horrible. Yeah. So, oh. That made me, oh, that made me so angry. Again, not at the book. I wanted to read because I kept I kept thinking this whole time, all of this that she is going through, every thought that she is having drilled into her head, she is going to be free from that and it is going to be beautiful and I can't wait. Right. So that got me through the whole thing. But yeah, that was my, that was my first note. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little passionate there. Well, that was, I mean, that was a hard hard point in the book. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at my next one because I don't remember. So, one one thing, um, like... She, after, you know, after she's been going through this for, like, you know, seven different deaths and everything, then uh, these people come to get her and bring her to, you know, the capital or whatever so she can be a warrior. And they start to inform her on who she is and there are others like her. But there's one thing they notice. She seems to be different from others like her. Right. So there's a little bit more before that. I think the lady that comes to get her, they don't know her name. Right. And she stays covered, and she wears a mask. Um, so they ha- they don't really know what she looks like. But she wears these covers only over her hands, like gloves, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they call her White Hands. And that is just, it's so cute. And it's so the way I would nickname somebody. Yeah. <laughs> she had to have some kind of a name. And um, Decca has, there's another girl that comes with her, who I picture her as being, like, very Irish. I do too. Okay, good. It's not just me. Yeah. Um, but she's like sunshine and rainbows to Decca's dark and gloomy. Right. Like, like I... she's so she's so positive and friendly, and she's just she's just the kind of person that you want to be friends with. Yes, and she wants to be friends with you and everybody else. Hang on, I'm looking for her name because it's gonna drive me crazy, and of course. As soon as, uh, Brima is how I said it. 
like Brian, but Brima, B-R-A-I-N-A. Yeah, okay. I don't think I had any specific way. I was just like, okay. Be chick. Yeah, that girl. <laughs> the happy British, or the happy Irish one. That one. Yeah, that okay. one. Um, she, she becomes Decca's, like, true friend on the trip over there. At yeah. one point, they're on a ship, and Decca goes into, um, like, a deep sleep for two weeks, I think it was. And... Uh, Brema ate both, like, all of her meals as well as Decca's meals so that nobody would suspect that she wasn't eating. Yeah. Like, that is a ride-or-die chick right there. She is amazing. I love her. That's one of the things that sets her apart, too, is that she slept for so long without eating. Yeah, like... Because, like, the others still have to eat. Like, and or like, else they get, so like, they fall into and... that sleep to heal themselves, but like, usually it doesn't last. It doesn't last that long, and if they do, like, they, they can't, they can die. They're not immortal, but it's a very hard to kill them. Right. They have to, they just have, they have their own specific death or something, right. their final death. There's like, and each girl has their own, like, there's only one way to kill them. Right. And you just and it's not the same it. for every girl, right? Um, and starvation. But she seems to have died more times than most of the other girls have, mm-hmm. and her sleep lasted way longer than normal. And when she came back, yeah, she was a little hungry, but she what? She still looked healthy. Yeah, she wasn't. Um, like, sickly looking. Her skin still glowed. She didn't even drink anything. Right. And she still looked very healthy, as opposed to being gaunt and sickly like the other ones who were starved right. on their way to the capital. So they go to the capital um, because the the emperor wants to build an army of them, which is the first little inkling of, like, they're going to rise up. Yeah. Yes, queens. Um... And so it gives them a purpose. I don't know where your next point is. Um, Which, what's your next one? I forgot. Oh, it's when they're like been training for a while. Oh, okay. So I have a couple more in here. I actually like flagged my points, which is really awesome. Although I have one here that I have no clue what that was supposed to be for. Oops. <laughs> no earthly idea. It's okay. We'll start still figuring out this new system. Yeah. Um, so the the book that they call um like their their equivalent of a Bible, um is they call it the infinite wisdom. And one of the things that the infinite wisdom say is that women aren't allowed to work outside of the home. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but in this, like, boot camp that they go to, they're taught by women. And not just quiet, meek women. No, these are warrior women. Yeah. And they, first of all, the girls are like, they're, they're female. They, females can't teach. They can't do that. But then they, they look, there's even a special, um, 
like spy section of the emperor's army called the shadows that's strictly women and that's been a thing for forever yeah so it's like in the capital women aren't they're still like subservient in some ways but they're not but they also have ways of you know releasing their inner power yes So, this is the part that, one of the parts that really made, like, my heart swell. Um, so, they call their teachers uh, Carmoco, mm-hmm. I think. That's how I pronounce it. And they're telling the girls that that they are they have a purpose. And it says, remember this well, the Carmoco warns, uh, because you are here for one purpose and one purpose only. In ten months precisely, the emperor will go on a campaign. I think that's supposed to be a campaign. Whoops! Against the Death Streaks, and he has chosen the Alakai, who will lead the charge. He will chose. He has chosen the Alakai, who will lead the charge. She glances around the room, her eyes deadly serious. You will be at the forefront of the emperor's armies, she declares. You will ride into battle and fight for the glory of Oterra, and you will win the war against the Death Streaks, or you will die trying however many times that takes. And I was like, oh. Okay, damn. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is power in those words. Give these girls a purpose. Yes. Let them be strong, independent women. Oh, it made ew, I just love that. I don't know why I read that part twice. It just didn't sound right when I read it out loud the first time. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so then I know that they're, at some point, they're partnered up with the guys. Yes. What do you think of that? Um, you tell me your thoughts first, or would you rather I talk first about it? You talk first. Okay, so, at first I was like, oh, are they saying they need a man to protect them? Right. But then I was like, wait a minute. Like, they obviously are stronger than the, the boys. Right. They can be killed and come back, unlike the boys. Are the boys like their little squires? <laughs> You know what? I think so. I think they're meant to be like, I think the women, the girls are meant to like protect the boys in a way because, you know, they're obviously much more fragile. See, I But at the same time, the boys assist the girls in it when and if they need it. I I kind of agree. I think it's a a situation of... Or the... You know, girl protects boy, boy helps girl. <laughs> well, and and not just... I don't know that I necessarily saw it as girl protects boy, but as, like, girl is focused and fighting, mm-hmm. and boy watches her sex. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Like, they're... Because they're, they, the boys train just as hard as the girls do. Right. And they're like, who... Army men. <laughs> that felt weird. <laughs> um, but they, like, 
the boys can tell right off after in their training, the girls are faster than them. The girls are stronger than them. The yeah. girls can go harder and do more and push further. Yeah. Than these guys can. And I very much enjoyed actually seeing that dynamic switch. Yeah, and that was when um that's one of my points actually, is that that, that point when they're training together and at first the girls are holding back. Like, yeah, because they, they the they guys can't keep up, and they don't want to, I guess, like, hurt their egos, so they can't keep up, and then well, and some she's of them all are like, like, I don't want my, my partner to think that I am stronger than he is, because maybe he won't like me then. And then <laughs> Decca is like, are we Alakai, or are we Alakai? Like, right. let's fucking do this. Let's, let's go. Like, let's go. But... It was such a huge turnaround for her, like to have, like to all of a sudden stand up and have that, like, like that leadership, you know. And I think that's also a thing too. Is like she she has this innate, like this natural leadership skill about her. Like clearly with the with the girls, but also like with the death streaks. Oh yeah, able to command and able to lead. I wonder if that's. Goes back. That's that's one of my predictions. Actually, is that um, because well, she has on. this innate sense of leadership, and that she's different from other Aliki? Is that because she's descended from one of the most powerful of the demons? Okay. One of the leaders. Okay. If they are okay. in fact demons that they are descended from. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll keep that in mind. That's we'll, one of my possible predictions. We'll we'll circle back to right. that. Right. Right. But anyway. Also, I just thought it was kind of like it surprised me because like this whole time up to this point she's like I am taught to believe this way, so I believe this way. Like I, you know, it's not okay that I am a demon. It's not okay. You know, I got to be this like little girl, this, you know, I got to be mindful and like hide who I am. And then all of a sudden, it's, it just clicks. I guess it just clicks for her. And then all of a sudden, she's like, no, fuck this shit. We're going to go. We're going to be these powerful bitches. Like, come on, let's go. Like, And I was like, okay. Okay, how you made that switch that fast? Yeah, it, it doesn't take long when you take somebody out of that oppression and you give them um, worth. You give yeah. them strength. You let them be who they are. It doesn't take Yeah, long but like by that them. point they had only been training for like two weeks. And yeah. they're all re- and she's already like coming into her like like she's she's owning it. Yeah. She's already calling the bullshit as you know bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. And it's like oh wow like it surprised me how quickly she made that turnaround. Yes. Um so I love there's a part where um Where they're talking about how her being different could be useful. And I think it's um, it's another one of the girls that she befriends. Her name's Britta. Um, she's talking about how useful it'll be when they go on raids. Like, And she even says, it could be very valuable. We could use it on raids, raids since the death streaks before they even appear. It might give us an advantage. And that was the first time that Decca has ever thought that what makes her different could make her special. Yeah. It's not a, a curse. A curse. Like this a could hindrance. be it's she can right. use it for good. And that like I just I love how little things that come from different people that she comes across 
means so much. Like, it's just little, little words. Words are important. And this just goes to show how important they can be. Right. Right. Just little thoughts and ideas that never occurred to her before and that are planted in her mind. And now that she she can, you know, come up with new ideas and new ways of thinking that she never even saw before. Right. So what's your next one? Um... I don't know. I'm running out of points that I wrote down. That's okay. But um, what about she finds out that her mother was once there. Okay, so there's a necklace that her mother always wore, and it had a symbol on it that was too worn to be recognizable. And then while Decca is, you know, in the the training grounds, she sees it and realizes that it's the symbol of the shadows. Mm Mm-hmm. So she finally gets to go and, like, look through the archives, and she does. She finds out that her mother was a shadow, but she's hoping, because her mother could also um, sense things. We don't really know if she could sense the death streaks for sure, I Mm -hmm. don't think, but she she could sense things. So Decca was thinking, well, my mom was a shadow. She was different like me. I'll be able to find out more about me by learning more about her. So she gets to the book, and it just says, you know, basically, yeah, she was a shadow. That's it. That's it. A small entry, nothing personal, just, yeah, she was here. Mom was here. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) And it... I low-key think that her mom is still alive. Ooh, I don't know about that. Just because I think she may have, I don't know why she would have faked her own death. But I think she did. I think it's possible. That thought had never crossed my mind. Just because there's so much mystery about her and her yeah. abilities. And, you know, the death streak situation is increasing. And yeah, I think she was needed be. elsewhere and she couldn't just leave. You yeah. know? So she had to get out of the. She had to fake her own death in order to leave. I did find it interesting that especially with her being a shadow, she died... But she didn't bleed gold. So she had to have at some point. I don't remember that. Well, with her being a shadow, weren't all the shadows Alakai? Or Aliki? Alikai? She didn't bleed. Wait, what do you mean she didn't when bleed she gold? When she died, she oh. died from, like, bleeding pustules, they say. Oh. But she... I don't remember that part. But she didn't bleed gold. Right. So then maybe she is dead. See, I don't remember that part. So I thought... But if she faked her death... I don't know how she would have, but... I don't either. But that is an interesting thought. Yeah. That is an interesting thought. Um, I like when one of her teachers, who was very much like a hard ass uh, when they first got there, she's very firm um, and very strict, but she... At one point, takes Decca. Um, they they. Decca stays after class, basically, and uh, the teacher is talking to her, and she says, "You know, I knew your mom. She was four years my junior, mm-hmm. and I remember her." And it's a moment where there's a connection there, and a connection that she never thought she would have. 
And, but then the teacher is like, you know, I, there was nothing different about her. You don't remember that? Kind of. I just read like that the, part There today. was nothing different about the mom. Yeah. But she was just another Aliki. Mm-hmm. But except, you know, she's obviously more than just an Aliki. Right. But her but mother she, wasn't. So she, the mother escaped the, the life. She escaped the shadows. Like, you right. don't just retire from the shadows. That's not a thing. No. She disappeared. It said the last week of the rainy season. Right. She got away. She, because she was pregnant. Right. She, she Now does she actually... Well, I guess they did fall in love. She fell in love with this dude. Well, we don't know. Because they got married. Well, we don't know because we find out... A little bit after we find out that her mom left because she oh, was pregnant. Oh, that's right. That she would have already been pregnant, pregnant pregnant by the time she met him. Yes. So we don't know. Ooh, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay, so just hold that, hold okay. that thought. Hold okay. that thought because that comes, like, okay. that is where one of my predictions comes okay. in. Okay, okay. Um, and then we find out, oh my gosh, so not only do we find out that for sure and for certain, her mom was a shadow and that she served with one of the teachers. Um, but then she's she's brought to this room and there's White Hands. Yeah. Who is also a teacher. And she's like, not just a teacher teacher. She is like the head teacher. Yeah. Like she is over all of it. And she has, she's become attached to the name White Hands. Yeah. She tells, she picks four of the girls and of course... Uh, Decca and Brima are two of them. Yeah, and the other two were just other real powerful, real strong little girls. Right. Amongst One them. of them, and we, we didn't talk about her before, but when they went through the in-processing part, mm-hmm. like when they were all coming to the, I, in my head I call it the boot camp. Um, <laughs> Close enough. But when they were getting there, she fought like tooth and nail. She is super strong. She is angry. Oh, my God, is she angry? And she was like, you're going to have to kill me. And they're like, well, you know, we can't. (laughs) (laughs) So you can do this, or we're going to send you out, and you can survive on your own. Uh, So she is a fighter, and we have seen that every moment that we have seen her. But but White Hands tells all four of them that... That she likes the name White Hands, and it makes me so happy. Yeah. It's that was just, sweet. That was, was a sweet adorable. moment. Yeah. Um, but White Hands kind of charges Brima with being Decca's protector. Right. Because after... So when... Not only can Decca sense the Death Streaks and command them, but, like, her eyes change. When she does. That's right. That's right. And then she passes out. So she's very vulnerable after she uses her gift. So White Hands, like, charges uh, Brima with being her protector when she's vulnerable. And I was like, oh, that's what a best friend should do. That's so sweet. Yeah. He's so great. And, uh, yeah, we're up to Chapter 18. Uh, I just came up with a new theory. What? <laughs> You're not going to like it. Okay, no, no. Let me say mine because if it's the same <laughs> okay. one, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> no, okay. It's ridiculous. Okay, no, say yours. I think her sire is a death street. That's what I was going to say! <laughs> <laughs> I 
was like she, her mom was raped by a death, death shriek. Well, I don't know about that. I think maybe they are more human. If than they, they are think. more like the image that you had, that makes sense. I would hope then it's they're not more, more animals. Right, right. So then they're more humanoid. So it, okay, <laughs> She's forbidden not love a relationship with Yogi it's Bear. Not, <laughs> I hope they're a little more formidable than Yogi Bear. Oh my god. Oh my god. And he screams and your head explodes. Beginning basket! Maybe that's why he's always so laid back, because when he gets angry, people's heads go kablooey. You, oh my god, why? I missed you. I missed you too. Oh my god. Oh god, that was funny. Oh, but yeah, that's that's my one big prediction. But see, but see, that's I never would have thought of that because of the image that I had was more animal like. Right. So I would not have thought that she was getting it on with an animal. <laughs> but if they are more humanoid, I could totally see a little something, something happening. Yeah. Cause, well, because they and keep that them, would make sense. The for they keep death streaks in cages for training. Right. You know what if. Because they did not affect her like they affected everybody else. Because she is. She got to know them. Like the mother got to know them. Right. And that makes Decca half death streaks. That's why the streaks don't affect her and that's why she can like almost communicate with them. Yeah. Oh my god, it's all coming together. But I would still like more background on like the history of the Alaki themselves. Like, are they really de- the descendants of these demons that they say? Are they really so evil, you know? Well, um, I guess part of that is determined by whose side of history you're looking at. True. That is very true. But then also, what about the Death Shrieks? Where do they come from? <clears throat> they could be just another type of people that were oppressed and pushed aside that then banded together and said, fuck this. I guess. Let's make some noise. Right. Literally. (laughs) We will be heard. (laughs) If you don't listen to us, your brains will explode. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, so that's my one big prediction. Yeah, that's, I could totally see that. I like that one. Um, we've already had one of the recruits die from a death streak. Death streak. Um, she was impaled. Yeah, by the claw. Yeah, like right in front of Decca and some of the others. And it's uh, rather intense. And um, another thing, though, if she was already pregnant, Decca's mom. If she was already pregnant before she met her dad. Mm-hmm. How is it her dad accepted her? So, she talks about that. She says that the timeline doesn't add up. If she escaped in the last week of the rainy season, uh-huh. Decca was born ten months later. Which is why I think she's part 
death streak. Right, right, right. But so, but so where does the father come in? How did Decca's mom convince the dad to pretend to be the dad? Well, and if, to pretend to love her if it is false that he didn't love her. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, if, I think maybe she convinced him to fall in love with her. And then because the gestation period is longer. Do you think he genuinely thought that she was yes. his daughter? Okay. Yes. Yeah, no, I think that's genuine. Okay. Because he So you did think not on his on side he genuinely fell in love with this woman yes. and thought that he got her pregnant. Yes. Okay. Because in the beginning when she first So she probably wasn't showing Yeah. When they met. Yeah. But man, she would have had to work quick, huh? <laughs> I mean, there are honeymoon babies all the time. True, true. So yeah, that's that's my thought. Do you have any other predictions? No. Do you? Um, that's all I can think. I feel like she's gonna end no. up falling in love with her. Her. Yeah, that's a fucking thing. given. I don't want that to be a thing, though. <laughs> I just don't. Like, that's not what this is about. I yeah, think that I, think I would like gonna... them to be. No, I would like them to be like BFFs and like you know have a you know a nice little connection, a good friendship. But they ain't gonna be falling in love and shit. Like that's just so dumb. Would you not fall in love with somebody who swore to die for you? He's not gonna die for her. He might. He might die. If he dies, then it's okay. Besides, because <laughs> then he goes she away. She could die for him and then come back. Right, but it's not the same. Well, no, but she's still dying for him. Depending upon how she dies, she might not know she's gonna come back. She can be friends with him and fall in love with the Destry, like her mama. <laughs> <laughs> with her cousin. <laughs> they ain't gonna be related. <laughs> Boo-boo. <laughs> Wait, what's the little bear? That's boo-boo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not to be confused with little bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, that took a really weird turn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Paige and Holly ruining your childhood. TV shows, your, your childhood cartoons. One episode at a time. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was funny. Okay, wait, wait, wait. How do you think, so the whole overarching, like, problem of this book is the battle between the people and the death shrieks. How uh-huh. do you think that's going to end? I would like, I would like to say... That Decca finds a way to be the bridge between the two and make peace. But I don't think that's possible. That's what I want to see happen. But I don't see it plausibly happening. Right. Right. Not with these very close-minded type of people. Yeah, I think it would take a long, long time. I also kind of see all of the Alec... Now I don't know how to say it. Alecky, Alakai, I don't know. The Golden Girls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White. <laughs> oh my god. If 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 this is done in a movie, Betty White had better play Prima. Yes. <laughs> yes. Has <laughs> to. 
has to. I would love to see Betty White fucking shit up like that. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, But anyway, I almost want to see them side with the death death streaks. Who? The Alakai. Or Aliki. Against the, the men? Yeah. That'd be badass. That would be badass. I don't see it happening, but I'd like to. But then that would be more war <laughs> and still no conclusion. Not if they determine, okay, our girls can kick your ass, and if they can't, we'll just sing to you and you'll be dead. Surrender. Yeah. Now we now we rule. Yeah. I don't I see don't, it happening, but I'd like to. I don't know what's going <laughs> to happen. I really don't. I, I feel like there's not enough book left <laughs> that... For, like, what I think would possibly happen. I don't think there's enough pages left for that to happen in. So I don't know. I have unless no the, idea. Unless there's a second. I was going to say, unless this is the beginning of a series. I didn't look. Oh, I don't know either. I don't think so. I don't remember seeing anything. It feels like a setup to a series. It could very easily be. Yeah. But, but I, I guess it depends on the ending. Yeah. We could both be absolutely surprised and something, like, (laughs) really crazy happens that neither one of us saw. Yeah. Um, I also think that the quote-unquote demons that all of the the girls descend from, I think that they weren't actually demons, that they were cast in that light because of fear and because it's only passed down to... And like um, you said, you know, it depends on whose side of history you hear it from. And I think yeah. that's very, very likely the case here, that they were characterized as demons. But the truth is, you know, they just lost the battle. Yeah. And they just were like, oh, well, they're ruthless demons. Yeah. That's why we lost. Because, you know, they're more than man, you know. Or they, I mean, obviously the the demons aren't still ruling now. They were... So, you know, right. the men, we defeated the big scary Oh, demons. yeah, true. True. They yes. were the bad guys. Yeah. Especially since they're obviously powerful women because their quote-unquote curse is still being passed down only to women. Right. Hmm. Much to think about. <laughs> yes. Now I just want to stay up all night finishing the book. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> now I'm allowed to finish reading it. Yes, I now grant you permission to finish Y'all, the book. Y'all, I read this book like over a month and a half ago, and I've been waiting to finish it for so long. And normally that's me. I normally read the book way before we end up recording, um, so it was a little different being this way, and I wanted to, since we didn't have an outline we just had our notes of things we wanted to talk about right i wanted it to be like fresh in my mind yeah yeah so i'm See, really excited I knew it would all come back to me as we talked about it i was like oh my god like it's been so long since i read it normally i read it a lot closer to when we record so like <laughs> someday she's finishing it as right <laughs> you're right because then i would because i would have to write the outline yeah. and then, so that would be like me reading it twice practically so i would be like all right, I got this. <laughs> she would be so over the book by the time I got it. I would be like, I'm it. done. Throw it away. I don't want it. <laughs> but now it's like, damn, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, well, don't worry. You'll be back before yes. too long to be able to finish talking about it. Let's see. I would say who's protect- protections. Protections? 
predictions. I think their predictions have kind of like melded into one. Yeah. Now. Like, yeah. So. Mine are coming true. <laughs> no, I can't wait to see how this ends. Um, let us know what you think if you have read the book or even if you've just read to the first 18, the first 18 chapters. Um, you can reach out Instagram, um, booklet podcast. You can email us booklet at gmail.com. Uh, it's B O O K L I T podcast. Um, we have some big things coming up in the future. I'm really excited about. Um, do keep an eye out on Instagram because Holly and I forgot to pick a book before we recorded. Oops. So we will be <laughs> announcing our next month's book on Instagram. Anything else? Make, oh, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe if you like this episode. It really helps get our name out there. And we have some big ideas, but we need more listeners before we can do them. Yes. We really want to do, like, Patreon, and I'm doing um, bookmarks that I would like to be able to send out to people who help support us. And, you know, there are things we want to do. We just need more listeners. Um, so, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram. Anything else? All right. Well, okay. we will be we'll back in two weeks. For part two. For part two. Yeah. Chapters 19 to the end of the book. Oh, yeah. I don't remember how many there are. There's got to be like 37, Yeah, because that was supposed to like yeah. halfway. Yeah. Or, yeah, something, something like, like that. Yeah. Okay, good night. Happy reading. Happy reading. <laughs>